You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For the Knowles! Tallahassee Game Day is brought to you by Zaxby's, the official chicken of sports fans. Tallahassee Zaxby's, proudly supporting Florida State University and Seminole Boosters for over 15 years. Zaxby's, indescribably good. Now live from Florida's capital city, here's Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron. Welcome in, hour two of Tallahassee Game Day. Happy Game Day, Knowles. Go to hell, Miami. Florida State with an opportunity today to knock off the hated Canes in a nonsense program with very little support. That would be absolutely huge, obviously, to securing a vastly superior recruiting class than Miami, which is going to happen regardless of today's results, judging by where we stand currently. That's always good to note. And um, the futility of the last 20 years will continue down there. Uh, it's about uh, climbing back to where we rightfully belong. I believe I read a report about Alabama trying to swoon Tyler Van Dyke at some point, you know, just to, you know, maybe making some phone calls around to people in the middle because you can't tamper. I don't know. I, it wasn't verified, though. No. I'm not sure if that actually happened, but I'm pretty sure it happened. <laughs> uh, we shall see uh, if Florida State can rise to the occasion. Thank you, Vishal. Uh, we appreciate you uh, supporting Tallahassee Game Day, Warchant.com, the Jeff Cameron Show. Uh, got a good feeling about this one, boys. Let's go get this dub. Go Norris, ride the Vishal. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's uh, always appreciated. As for the game itself, we were talking about before the break. Do you want to you want to do this, Tom? Do you want to go and and look at uh, some some picks to have a good day, a good day, bad oh, day, sure. that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, we can do that with prize. I haven't put together the Sporting Knowles column that I typically do this week. I'm going to try and and give you a rapid fire one right after the show, get it up on the site. But we could talk about it right now and discuss some of these things because this is fun. You get to tell the story of the game, as we like to say, through over unders, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll pull up the passing numbers for both quarterbacks, as set by prizepicks.com right now. So those totals, by the way, figure to be pretty high. Um, you're looking now, there's at, uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> I, I just now noticed there's a little Brock Purdy in there. Uh, you typically, I think if you go week to week, could have gone under there, but there's Van Dyke and there's Jordan Travis. 274.5 for Van Dyke and 164.5. For Jordan Travis, two very different offenses, obviously. Um, I think, I think Tom, uh, you know, when we talk about the prize picks and the numbers that we're going to look at with running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, uh, we're, we're talking about two different uh, offenses and two different styles. Uh, I, you got to 
to me, you got to go probably, unfortunately, over that 274, don't you, with Van Dyke? Yeah. They're going to no throw the ball. I think, I think that's in the grand scheme of like one to five likelihood, it's a four, four and a half. Yeah, it's pretty high. You've got to take that over on yeah, Van Dyke. I because if that kid was timid, you know, if he was a kid who had a cannon for an arm, but he was a timid quarterback who didn't trust what he saw, all right, I could see the argument. But he, again, he's fearless. If he makes a mistake, he does not care. He flushes the last play, if it's a mistake, really well for somebody who is only a freshman in terms of experience. He's a COVID freshman. He, he was on the roster last year. Right. So when you have an attitude like that against a secondary like this, yeah, man, the over is the smarter play there. The, the Travis number is interesting, though. Well, because if you get a screen bust or something like that, you get a big chunk play or something you know, in that realm, you could see that being a, a 170-day, 180-day for him, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, the, the question is, and we usually like to use this uh, as a way to tell the story of the game, Tom. And, and you can do that with betting lines, you can do that with totals, and you can do that with the fantasy realm as well. Uh, brought to you by Prize Picks, and I think I think that's true. I think you could do that. Uh, in, let's look at Jordan Travis's rushing yards, and I, I think that's the better story of the game if we're trying to tell it uh, and what's possible. Because if he has a big day, uh, then obviously Florida State probably has a chance to win the game. Forty-two and a half is his number of rush yards uh, for the over under according to prize picks. Right. Remember sack yardage. That's always the concern in college football. It really is. And, you know, Florida State will give up a sack yard. But I'm going to take you over there. I, I really am. I, he's got – do you pull him aside today? And, and you know, not that you have to say it, but it's sort of, you know, son, this is a moment. Oh, no, I think – This is a moment, and you've got to be willing to take off. He was not willing to take off against Clemson. That's why you need to say it. That's yeah, why the answer yeah, is, do you, you have to say it? Yeah. Around him. Yeah. yeah, you, you do. You've got to go nuts today, son. This is your day. By the way, this is a seminal moment for Jordan Travis. Oh, oh buddy. that's so well done. Yep. Thank you. And we're, yeah. and we're yeah, done. Goodbye, pro- everybody. It's professional. But what, what, a, what a day, right? Here's your time, Jordan. If you're right, and I know you weren't last week, didn't play, flew, all that, but if you got your strength back, it's summoned for now. This is it. This is the game. You, this cements you and your legacy if you go nuts today. I don't care what happens against BC, Florida. This is it. Go nuts today at home, final home game. They give up explosive plays in the run game. They don't like to tackle. Soft as hell. There you go. Well, that's the thing that you go back to the North Carolina performance, and we said, is this just the way he's going to run the read option from here on out? Because if that's the case, you don't just have a one-trick pony. You've got, you've got a real offense now. Is it what you want when you're at peak and you've got the athletes? No, but it's something that you have to like. You yeah. have to really sweat over as a defensive coordinator. We tried it at Clemson; it didn't work at all. As well, you know, those things yeah. typically don't, given what Clemson is in the well, front. Their seven. defensive line is entirely different animal. And also, these are long developing runs. These are long developing plays when you're talking about the run game because of the decision he he was almost like a Wake Forest quarterback in terms of how long Jordan Travis is waiting to make a choice. Given Miami's linebackers today, he should be put in a position where one run can get him over that total, and it's just a matter of how many sacks are allowed that would detract from that run. Uh, but then also, I'm looking at Jay Sean Corbin, 67 and a half. Now, Jay Sean gets between 10 and 15 carries a game. That's just that's the mo. So he's going to need to break a big one in that grouping in order. Yeah. But he is the style of runner that is the bane of Miami's existence this season, which is somebody who likes to finish runs with a little bit of extra. 
So I feel like that might be an over. I feel more confident about playing Corbin than I do Travis in that game because, again, of how college stats are compiled. Yeah, no, you, you bring up a good point. Uh, where are you at with Jalen Knighton, who's a good football player? Again, everybody should probably wonder why he didn't play early in the year and take a good look at that. But beyond that... I don't uh, know why they don't have a helmet over him, but yeah. He's a really good football player, really fast. Uh, where do you stand on 89 and a half? I mean, you're basically banking on a home run and then playing average the rest of the way. But the yeah, problem is, yeah. if we're in the wrong gap, yeah, he's gone one time. He's he, gone. I mean, yeah, it he's is. Gone. Yeah. That is the kind of zero to sixty. I know it's hubris, and you're going to call my Noel card out. He's not the same player as one Dalvin Cook here in Tallahassee. But when you're just talking about acceleration, again, not talking about setting up angles yeah, and the yeah. vision and all the things that Dalvin had, people bounced off of him in a way that it's not the same with Knighton. You're just talking about straight ahead zero to sixty. He's a breathtaking player to watch. Uh, by the way, I know that Knighton was suspended, dumbass. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, just for those on the chat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly about why I brought it up. The whispers as to why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all right. I know why. Comprehension yeah. and the orange yeah, and green yeah. don't really go together all Reedy, that well. You know all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Been Twenty years. Absolutely. Know why he was suspended and uh, the fact that he was. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting to know why too. Delve into that one. He is a perfect player for the University of Miami. Indeed. Tallahassee Game Day continues in a moment. Tallahassee Game Day is brought to you by Zaxby's, the official chicken of sports fans. Tallahassee Zaxby's, proudly supporting Florida State University and Seminole Boosters for over 15 years. Now here's Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron and Tom Lang. Tallahassee Game Day, good to have you on board. Appreciate you tuning in to Tallahassee Game Day. Florida State Miami. Always fun and uh, always uh, a little touchy, a little touchy, a little feisty, a little feisty. It's the way it should be. It is. Today's defensive keys to the game are brought to you by Zaxby's. No matter the result on the field, you're always a winner when you stop at Tallahassee's area Zaxby's for the best chicken fingers, signature salad, or chicken sandwich today. Support those who support local businesses and FSU. That's been Zaxby's' way of doing business. For over 15 years. Defensive uh, keys to the game. I, I mean, look, I think this is straightforward. Uh, you you got to get pressure on Van Dyke. You got to you got to rattle the kid. You got to make him feel the rivalry. You got to make him feel the moment. Um, Jermaine Johnson and the Ilk have been really good. That group up front, all of them, have been very, very good for Florida State. There aren't too many elements, if we're being honest about Florida State right now, that have been elite for Florida State uh, or or very good, let's just put it that way, uh, for Florida State the last few years. Uh, but this group up front today has been very good this year. Uh, they, they, they are the group that you can depend on uh, day in and day out. It's it's the one that wins one-on-one matchups. It's the one that gets penetration. It's the one that pressures the quarterback. They, they've done that this year. Yeah, to me, it's uh, use the Sam Howell game plan. I talked about that a little bit where it's okay if Van Dyke picks up 12 or 15 yards. When he breaks the pocket, he's pretty quick. So and, and we can live with that versus a shot over the top to Rambo or Restrepo or whoever the hell. Uh, you, you can live with those chunks, force the kid to make the plays systematically. The other thing I'd say is you got to play this honest. You have to play this game honest because his arm is so strong. If you're a safety trying to cheat towards the box when your responsibility is outside for a receiver screen, that one step could cost you a play up the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. His arm is too damn strong. There are some quarterbacks that you play where if it's on the right hash – you can cheat if you're on the left side of the field, to the field side. This is not one of those quarterbacks. You have to play it straight up. Same thing for the linebackers. Too much freelancing. I'm, I'm expecting freelancing because that's who we are. We rat trap. 
we get really nervous and we look for plays where they are not. And Miami's offense, formationally speaking, with all the gun concepts that they run, where they've got two and three people in the backfield at a time. Gun, yeah. Well, yeah, given what we were just talking about. Yeah, sure. Right. Armed robbery. Sure. So you, you've got to keep your eyes in the right places. The other thing, we haven't talked about this all week, but Miami is good for one flea flicker a week, too. So be alert. If you're playing honest, you're going to be in position to make plays against tricks. But that was a long touchdown play for Miami on the road at Pitt. It was a, a reverse uh, a reverse flea flicker. I've seen the flea flicker used with Tyler Van Dyke in two other games. So just if you've got an assignment, stick to it. You don't have to do anything more than your job here. Nobody expects you to hold this offense down to 10 or 13 points. That's not the way college football is played, first of all. Secondly, with this offense and how explosive it is, we're trying to score into the 30s to win the football game, hold them into the 20s, but the way you get there is by playing Miami honest and sticking to that Sam Howell game plan. Yeah, and the Sam Howell game plan uh, actually produced a, an interception, right. several right. Uh, plays in which uh, plays were made on the ball, people got their head around. Yeah, the 50-50 ball yeah, for Jerry yeah, on Jones yeah. in the end zone. That's a big play in that game. You know, one thing that it, somebody just noted this, Michael, uh, did in the chat that uh, 11 may – get his paycheck for this game you know i i think that's true i think this is the game i mean that's a kid that has shown up big in big games he showed up big against clemson obviously made the play right strip sack touchdown yes i mean he cares immensely and he knows the uh the moment is big he's shown up for his teammates in these moments he's been really really good i i i think he has a good day today oh it's i think it's fair to expect that it's fair at this point. And I remember when we were doing this show, well, it was a different chat, but it was a pregame element for Warchant TV, which remember, like and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. <laughs> um, I was saying, all right, you had five and a half of, of your sacks in, or four and a half in the first five yeah, games and he of the season. Big. He, he told you, Tom Lane. Well, we knew it was in him, but yeah. we needed him to do that. And if the offense could have gotten a couple first downs with five minutes to go, it would have been the signature play of that game. He and Toa Feely, that would have been the memories that would have been lasting about that road trip to Clemson and a win over the Tigers. Not to be, of course. Then last week against NC State and a left tackle that gets a first-round grade, he pulls a couple of moves on that kid that, again, got him paid. I think his paycheck is assured at this point. Yeah. What he's done the last two but weeks. But go ahead and cement it oh, today. Well, and give us a signature moment again. He's put us in position. You want to win for that kid. That's, that's a player on this roster. about a transfer, but it's so true, and that's where they've really hit is a kid like that. That group up front in general is filled with transfers, and, and they've done a really good job. They're going to have to do it again, by the way, because if all those guys jettison the program, uh, some of them by, uh, by choice, some of them because it's time, um, yeah, you're going to have to hit big again. There is some development happening, though, uh, with that group as well. Some kids that you recruited that are actually playing way well. Ray's played well. I mean, they, they, they've yeah, got some kids yeah. that are starting to emerge there, but yeah, today's a, a big day for that group. It's, it's, it's really the only way you win the game because getting Miami behind the chains is going to be vital here. You Because they play tempo, Tom, so let's get to the nuts and bolts of the game here. We're talking about defensive keys. Miami plays tempo, and you went back and watched that film. I watched that film. They play Fast if you let them, and the only way you let them is if they win first down. That's true of all tempo offenses. If they win first down, they are going to get to the line of scrimmage and go now. And that is tough on any defense. Whereas you down, it leads to huge mistakes, and basically it's designed so that guys can't get set and read their keys. It's designed to create 
uh, combustible plays, big moments. And that's exactly what happens with tempo offenses. That's what happens with this offense unless they lose first down. You've got to win that down today. Both offensively and defensively, first down is the most important down of the day. Everybody talks about money down, third down, all that nonsense. Listen, first down is the biggest key to today's game for both Florida State's offense and defense. Yeah, so defensively, this is where, again, a couple of freshmen who are getting better. I mean, Van Dyke is getting more composed as the weeks go on, but he'll still run himself into trouble. He'll break the pocket when there is no pressure and, and feed into a twist game. Uh, that is one nut and bolt, as you're talking about, that you can look at a couple of times the last two weeks. We've seen Keir Thomas, number four, and Jermaine Johnson, number 11, line up together next to each other yeah. on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That alerts you that something weird is coming. And Van Dyke has one of the few things he hasn't handled all that well is the twists. We've gotten a lot better at that. We've coached that better. We've developed there. That's it was good work. awful earlier in the year. Oh, it took forever. Real sign of coaching, though. They've gotten better there. Yeah, somebody was saying that I hated seeing, I think it was Dante Lucas, um, trying to pull. You know, it's like oh. It took forever to get it, That's what it was like on our defensive line when we were trying to run the, NT, the yeah. ET twist, yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games. Well, you run those games. Van Dyke will put himself in a position where he runs into a sack where there didn't need to be one. Same thing with Jalen Knighton. Jalen Knighton doesn't wait for runs, typically. It, it's happened like once or twice this season, but he loves to get to full speed Bam. as quickly as he can. So if you stay where you're supposed to stay, you can run that. they can run themselves into second and nine because you are where you're supposed to be. The other thing I'd say defensively as well, if you're watching Miami and they will make mistakes out of nowhere, whether it's putting the football on the ground or Van Dyke predetermining where he's going to go with the football and throwing a 102-mile-an-hour fastball right into the chest of a defender, you've got to be alert for the ball on the ground or the ball coming right at you. You're going to get some opportunities there. But if it's a drop and it hits the turf and it's third and six instead of first down Florida State going the other way, these are the little things that add up and put you in the L column instead of the W column. You know, it's interesting, uh, the the idea, um, we talk about our defense against, what's the number that uh, would, I, I guess, signal that Florida State's having a good day? Um you know, offensively, somebody posted that if we throw more than 20 times, we lose simple. I, I don't think it's that simple. I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with the sentiment, Glenn. Uh, but you, you could have seven or eight screen passes in there and, and just to slow Miami down and right, you right. Know, or extensions of the run, if you will. Yeah, we had a game like, plan earlier this year where yeah. it was similar to Miami's against Threw Pitts. Threw a ton, yeah, but it really yeah. didn't throw. Was that know, Syracuse, I think? Yeah, yeah, just out to the edges, yeah, over and over again. So I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. But, I, I, again, the sentiment is is correct. Yeah, if it's 20 downfield passes, then yes, yeah, that's correct. you got, you got problems. Second-level passes, uh, more than 20, yeah, you got real problems. Because you got to run the ball here, and, and you got to run it on first down. The world knows it. It's not ideal. Modern offenses want to throw on first down. It's the best down to throw on. It's the only neutral down. You've got to make a team defend uh, the whole field. Well, we don't do that. That's just not who we are. And we've had to lean into who we are. What's the number, though, the other way for Miami that signals they're in trouble? Is it Van Dyke has to throw 50 times? Is it Van Dyke throws 20 times? Where, where would you say that the game plan is going well for Florida State? What's that number since we're doing defensive keys to the game? I think if he's under a buck eighty at halftime, I think we're doing some things. Yeah. I know that's a huge that's a huge number, but I think that's where I mean the game plan demands that you throw the football on this team. And and I think Rhett Lashley's smart enough. I mean, look at what they did to us last year. They wanted to air it out as much as they possibly well, could. Yeah. 
and I get it. I would too. I would challenge our corners. I would challenge our safeties. I would challenge us in the pass game as often as I could. Yeah. I would isolate linebackers and make them cover. Uh, yes, I would throw the ball uh, 40 plus times today if I'm Miami. I, I, I think NC State did us a favor by dialing back the passing game. Correct. Uh, when they did that, I thought, oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You're trying to lose the game, dumbass Dave Doran. That's who you are. But. Listen, I don't think Miami will dial that back because Lashley's an infinitely superior offensive play caller to, to Doran and his staff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, and to me, that's the thing, though. It's hard for me to say that that's the number that I'm looking for because that number will be lower yeah, yeah. if we can't run the football. You know what I mean? Because then Miami will they'll just have the ball the whole half and then it doesn't really matter. So you know what I'll look at instead? Here's what I'll look at. Third down. Third down conversions. I mean, with us, we're so situational and we're so – we're so limited in what we do. If our third down percentage is high, because last mm-hmm. week we were two of sixteen, well, two of sixteen on well, third down. Again, remember we did not have a starting quarterback in the game. Agreed. Uh, Flu ridden. Had to play Mackenzie Milton. He's terrible. So that's, we didn't have our best guards. Yeah. But that tells you that on third down we're one dimensional. If our third down percentage is up, that means that we're in third and we can run, which is what we live and die on. So I, I'm actually looking to the offense because what that does is that tells me that we've had the ball, we've possessed correct, the football, correct, yeah. which is critical for this offense. I mean, they'll go through spells where, sure, like the defense will be on the field for maybe 12 of the first 18 minutes of the football game, and then we hit an explosive for 80 yards. You're like, that's great. I'm glad Except we're on the board. But these guys got to roll right back. <laughs> yeah. That happened against Wake Forest. It was the shot play from Jordan. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, okay, good. Here's the problem. The defense has been on the field this whole time. So that's where it gets dicey to, to predict those numbers. Because, again, to me, it wouldn't be shocking if Miami won by 14, 17 points. It wouldn't be shocking if we did. Yeah, This game is volatile. So to answer a question on the chat, why they had to throw the ball 40 times last week, um, you can't run the ball when McKenzie Milton's the quarterback. The defense doesn't have to respect the quarterback's legs. You can't win the match. Yeah, we still called read options, and it's like, why? Yeah, so you know, you, you have to throw the ball when he's in the game because you can't run it. So it, it really is uh, manifest. You're, you're, you're in a terrible situation when you start him. Uh, so that's how that works. Um, it's, it, you know, it's football. Come on, brother. Uh, let's go, Knowles, writes Marcus. Uh, Wu-Tang, have a great day, fellas, and thanks for all the wonderful content. Woo! Appreciate you, Marcus. Um, appreciate you big time. Oh, David, thank you very much as well. Just uh, donating to the cause. People are rolling in. Keep it coming, baby. I'll dance on the pole as we go to break. Tallahassee Game Day continues in a moment. Tallahassee Game Day is brought to you by Zaxby's, the official chicken of sports fans. Tallahassee Zaxby's, proudly supporting Florida State University and Seminole Boosters for over 15 years. Now here's Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron and Tom Lang. Who's hot? Who's cold? Brought to you by Barano Heating and Air Conditioning, a longtime friend and partner of the Jeff Cameron Show. Turn to the experts at Barano Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. No matter what time of year it is, Barano will always be there for you. Head to BaranoAC.com or call 580-4029. It's been a confusing time for the old air conditioning machine outside the last couple of weeks. You're like, man, it's a little chilly out. Oh, now it's hot. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday was actually... Operating at peak efficiency, buddy, thanks to Barano. Or it was uh, Thursday. Thursday was muggy. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Bryce has gotten, to, my, my son has gotten to a place where he's like, it's supposed to be cold from here on out, Dad. Let's, let's, what is this? 
I'm like, I agree, son. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, I want to walk out and feel that. But what a perfect day for football today. This is it, man. Huh? You don't man. even need to. T- listen, you're going to have your carrier unit all set from Barano Heating and Air Conditioning, but you don't need that sucker today. You can turn it off. Save yourself a couple of uh, dollars on the bill. Yeah, that's true. Keir Thomas is hot. Uh, agreed, Ryan. And that was the name I was going to point to before uh, we started the segment. So that is correct. He's been a great player for Florida State. Who's cold? Oh, man. See, you always put me in the position. I put you in the position. dog somebody. That's who you are, buddy. Go ahead. Be so negative all the time, yeah, Tom. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Mackenzie Milton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one I'll, I'll put out there. Mackenzie Milton's 40 time. I'll put out there with cold. a caveat. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'd still be waiting. Um, big Bobby Scott. Robert Scott with the injury, man. It's yeah. just it's tough. Yeah. It's, you know, he was slated to return to left tackle. It doesn't really work out. He's just somebody who can get beaten on the edge by a speed rush right now because he's not at 100%. So that's something I'm looking for today with Miami's defensive front. We really don't talk about Miami's defensive front at all. It's not terrible. Their defensive front is pretty good, actually. Uh, It's their linebackers that suck. So their defensive front is pretty good. I'm sure the film says it, but you know, at some point, if you're a rush end and it's third and obvious, just try a speed rush and see if it works because it might very well on 52. And that's where this group and the offensive line, they just have not been healthy all season long. The flu bug was, you know, the the final straw. But all year, since camp, they've been chasing, trying to get all five on the field at the same time at 100% or something close to it in November of a college football season. They haven't gotten there. Yeah. When they are close to healthy, they can actually move you off the ball every once in a while, which is a foreign well, they thing create for Florida angles. State fans. Atkins does such a good job. Yeah, he, he really does. I I. I I can't say it enough. People people have wondered why this group is not better if he's such a good coach. Like, I see sentiments like that. No, man. You're not looking at this properly. That group's not that talented. And they're able to run the ball six separate times this year so far through eight games uh, to the tune of over 200 yards right. with no threat of a vertical passing game. Yeah, That is genius coaching. That's high-level stuff, my friend. They do scheme it up. They create the extra gap. They are really good at doing that. If they do that today, Florida State can win. Well, and that's the stuff with the eye discipline. We talked about it from Miami's offensive perspective and what they do with the, with the gun. But, and again, I, I use that pun. It's Cam McDonald in the backfield. If he's healthy, he's a really big player in this game because... You and Jalen Knighton. Well, yeah. Jalen Knighton, that's right. Yeah. It's, it's because of uh, the backside looks on certain plays. So we set things up. And and we've got RPO elements. You got the bubbles to the flat, but the receivers. I saw somebody comment that the whole receiver core is cold. Yes, yes, for years and years here in Tallahassee, they're not cold. They're just not any good. But if you're looking to isolate and win a matchup, and you've got linebackers who are freelancing, like I feel like our offense should be very prepared for this game. Given when they go good on good yeah, against our it. defense, they see what what our linebackers do. Miami's linebackers, but they don't. Do. But but they don't see. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, but the know, point yeah. is. That Cam McDonald, Will Mallory, the guys in the backfield can make plays because the linebackers are going to lose them. So if you set up things, create the extra gaps with the runs, you show that we can hit those power and counter plays, whatever they call them, then you're also setting up wide-open shots to receivers and players underneath, too, for Jordan Travis. And at times, Jordan Travis and Cam McDonald have had a nice little bit of chemistry this season. Isolating their linebackers, the game plan is the same, oddly, for two different reasons uh, and two different skill sets uh, for both offenses. Uh, isolating linebackers is the key to the game today for Florida State, and uh, it's also a, a key for Florida State's defense today to to be better, to be better in that area. Now, I don't know that you have the requisite skill 
to be better in that area. Um, you know, that's, it's got to be out of the backfield, which is what I'm. You know, it, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a seam pass, but they have schemed those things open. The other thing is, if you do that, and it is Jordan Wilson releasing into a route, who's staying in to block? And if nobody's staying in to block, how long can you block it up? Not long. There was a play against North Carolina in the red zone where Travis had enough time, but barely enough time, and he missed Wilson. He ended up hitting Cam McDonald on a throw in the red zone, gets us to a first and goal. But those kinds of things are going to be open if you can hold for long enough. And the good thing that's happened, here's another player who's hot today. Darius Washington has turned into a legitimate tackle. It's pretty funny. We have a legitimate tackle here for the first time since... Who? Uh, Big Rod Johnson? Big Rod Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Isn't and that something? It's a miracle. It makes me want to weep. I haven't seen tackle play at Florida State on the offensive side in years. Uh, and, and now that you see it pretty consistently, he is. He's a nice player. He's your best offensive lineman. Currently, yeah. yes, yeah, he's better than Smith. He's better than and Tim and Gibbons on that yeah. left side. Well, Gibbons is good. Yeah, Gib- yeah. Gibbons is uh, key to today, as we said in the first hour. If he doesn't play, we don't win. Period. I mean, I hate to say that, it's just true. For all the angles we create, it involves pulling. Well, and that's another thing to look at too. When when he does pull, how healthy is he? Because the injury from a couple of weeks ago was he got rolled up on, right? So mm-hmm. you know that can affect your agility and your first second step as you're trying to get to a spot. So when he does pull. Is he catching a block or is he, or is he delivering, delivering a, a yeah, blow? Because we're catching blocks when he's not in the game. Uh, yeah, no, there's no doubt. Um, yeah, it's critical today that you look out there, you gaze upon that glorious field, Bobby Bowden Field, Doe Campbell Stadium, when you watch warm-ups. How are we looking up front? We got we got the five. We got the five. We got the five that can win. Got those five. Let's play ball. Cannot stress it enough. Don't have those five? Watch a movie? <laughs> I mean, I, I you know – I'm just saying, I, I think it's that simple. I think it's that simple. I mean, got those five. Let's roll, baby. Let's you go. Pissed off one of the chickens. Don't, don't. <laughs> He's mad at you. Don't don't have those five. What haven't you seen that you've been wanting to see? What haven't I no, in I, general? That, no, I, that, that's it's not a question. It's rhetorical. Oh, okay. I'm that there, that's where we're at. I was going to say, um, what do you, you know, want to see? A punt f- return for over ten yards. That's what I want to see. Dune yet? Have you seen Dune? I, I saw long, Dune. It's, did you? Yeah. Was it good? It was a lot. Oh, you didn't like it. Uh, well, hey, I don't know. Hey, don't here's know. the thing, though. It's because it's the first of like the next five. Like, there's a bunch they're setting up for. Yeah. So, the in problem. That sense, you like it? I love that we pivoted to this. All right. I'm all just, right. I'll get this into is it. What, this is what you do, everybody. If you gaze upon that field <laughs> don't see the and five. the starting five isn't there, you contemplate watching Dune. It's a long movie. Hopefully, you got a great TV. Yeah. Let's go, baby. You need a great TV. It's strikingly beautiful. It's a it's a gorgeous looking movie. The thing is, when some of the key people, and this happens in every movie, so it's not a spoiler. When some mm-hmm. of the key people died, I didn't feel anything. You know, you're supposed to feel something when somebody goes, even if it's the first you time care. you meet them in a you movie. You didn't care about them. Man, when Obi-Wan gets a little gankety-gank from uh, Vader in uh, the first Star Wars, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you feel bad because he, he's trying to take this kid under his wing. No, you're his like, his oh, aunt and no. uncle just got burned yeah. alive, you know, and it's like, <laughs> who's left? But they're like, wait, there's no body there, so there's some hope. I don't know what the hell's going on, but you still feel very sad. You know, I love. I didn't feel sad it. in Dune. You took it. You took it. That's good. All right, I get it. That's you, what I do. Character development was terrible. Got it. All right, that's all right. But visually, it's it beautiful. was and it was a fun movie. Yeah, too. and if you know, you don't feel like watching today because the starting five aren't out there on the offensive line. We just set it up for you, buddy. Watch you some Dune. <laughs> I would actually tell you if you want to go uh, that genre, 
a more important and better film and a better written and well-acted film would be Gattaca. Tallahassee Game Day continues in a moment. You work hard, so you deserve the good things in life, like getting an amazing deal on awesome internet. That's why there's never been a better time to switch to Xfinity. Get the fast and reliable internet you deserve for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract. And for the first time ever, ask how to get 12 times the speed for the same internet price when you add Xfinity Mobile. Just imagine, faster downloads, more streaming, the possibilities are endless. That's more speed and you'll save hundreds over AT&T. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us for a limited time, $300 back. So what are you waiting for? Sign up now because you deserve awesome internet. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay, ends 11 21 Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet 50 megabits per second customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Compares monthly service charge for Xfinity 600 megabits per second and AT&T 500 megabits per second each with one unlimited mobile line for a year as of 10 21 Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of mobile usage. Tallahassee Game Day is brought to you by Zaxby's, the official chicken of sports fans. Tallahassee Zaxby's, proudly supporting Florida State University and Seminole Boosters for over 15 years. Now here's Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron and Tom Lang. Hey, Zaxby's. We just got done eating some here in these parts. That's what we did. I'm getting confirmation. Um, yeah, it's a possibility. I'm hearing that uh, Emmett Rice plays today, everybody. Maybe back on the field today. Hey, listen, you can't overstate that, but, I mean, in the sense that how much can he really do since it's been a long time since he stepped on the field, but he's infinitely superior in diagnoses than what we currently have. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what he'll do. He'll put you in the right position. Exactly. The yes. defensive line in yes. front of him, the linebacker next to him, he'll get your ass in the right spot. That's correct. And so you don't have to think about that anymore. That has been, you know, it's it's funny. Sometimes you see things in camp practices that don't, you know, uh, present themselves during the season at all. For example, Stanford Samuels the third being a lockdown corner. Didn't see that in the regular season, so I had a bunch in camp. Yeah. One thing I did see in fall camp that has just been a problem this whole season the communication pre-snap from linebacker to linebacker. We've got guys who are specialists yeah. at what they do. Lundy can. You know, Lundy's got some get up to him, and he's mostly in front of him, kind of a player. Oh yeah, he's downhill run stopper. Yes, and he's got the body type for it. Yeah. Uh, Deloach is a little bit better in coverage, but much but better when when they're lining up pre-snap. I remember seeing it multiple days in camp where they were either late getting into where they needed to be, and Fuller would chew them out, or they were just freelancing because they didn't know what they were doing and it's clear that they were coached up to do everything right it's just something doesn't click when the ball is snapped and that's been the case every week now Emmett Rice on the field even if it's for 15 snaps you're going to be where you're supposed to be for those 15 snaps that's great so hopefully he plays Emmett Rice is a good football player that's the best way to describe him is he an elite athlete no is he right a difference maker he can't get to the point where he needs to get sometimes right it's just right right but he's everything that this culture wants to be and he's a good football player. And he was he just, last year. Yes, he was. I listen, this is a big deal to get him back. Now that <clears throat> I'm not told excuse me, voice is leaving me here. Well, Emmett Rice makes me emotional too. <laughs> I'm just pumped about the game. Um <clears throat> I don't know how many snaps he'll play today, but I am hearing that he is available today. So 
Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. You know, he'll be in pads. That's today. a little bit of a, a nugget for you on a Zaxby's Tallahassee game day. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up. Yeah. Hearing he's available today. So uh, let's knock on wood that uh, he, he goes out and plays well. And I'll give you a chance to catch your breath a little bit there because when you get a frog in your throat in this business, there is nothing worse. But uh, our sincere thanks to our sponsors, Danny and the folks at Zaxby's, for uh, bringing this program to you all season long. Uh, without sponsors like Zaxby's, we wouldn't be able to do these types of things. Our, our thanks also to our friends John and the folks here at Real Talk 93.3. This is our first year doing Tallahassee Game Day at this frequency yeah. on, on this home yeah. radio station. So we're thankful to both of those people who are uh, monumentally important in making this happen all season long. But uh, once again, to Danny, appreciate you, man, because those platters, th- did they bring a second one today? Did I hear that right? Yeah, we got a second one, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm to get after it, actually, as soon as we, we get done with the show. Yeah. My wife's uh, out for a wedding this week. When she comes back, she's going to be just floored. Zaxby's she loves heaven. her some Zaxby's chicken fingers. She will violate her principles for <clears throat> Zaxby's chicken fingers. <laughs> uh, today's game day predictions are brought to you by Lane's Medical Shop with locations in Colquitt and Donaldsonville. Lane's Medical Shop offers all your medical supply needs. They even have delivery and emergency services available. Lane's Medical Shop, 229-758-9111. Tell them I sent you, as well as warchant.com, and you'll get half off. Hey, now, doing some things at Lane's. Shop that thing in half for you. Woo! Put that price right in half. All right, so uh, we, we, we segue to that element of the show game predictions pain <laughs> okay mr t i'm gonna go uh high scoring uh, volatile uh real high highs real low lows i feel like that's what today yeah. is oh this today's is a- like are you effing kidding me followed by you beautiful sob that's today's game and that's it. They're, you're not. You're not making a pick. Oh, I'll make a pick, but we got like nine minutes left in the show. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. It's um. You watch this Miami <laughs> offense, and and we talked about the two principal figures. We haven't talked a lot about Rambo, but to me, Knighton stands out on film more than Rambo. Well, does. but 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 Van Dyke opened up what Rambo is. Correct. He didn't have that with King, and it's funny. We go, and I'll let you make your point. I apologize for interrupting, oh, but, but 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 I you know at the beginning of the year. We were talking about the college football season, and we were talking about what was possible for, obviously, Florida State, but we looked around the ACC and we looked around the country. And, of course, Miami had that game against Alabama, and we knew that Alabama would just brutalize Miami because the two programs are in worlds apart. And one of the things that I said was, well, I don't care about the result because I already know what it is. Alabama wins and wins big. What I care to see is, De'Ara King any good? Because they love that guy, and I always thought he kind of sucked as a player in general. And so I thought, well, let's see if he's any good and and or is he healthy at all to start the year. My hope was that he would be because I wanted them to have to start him all year long. Now, I didn't know what they had at backup. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that there was somebody waiting in the wings that would be infinitely superior to King. Turns out, unfortunately, there is. But I wanted him to play because he's not good. And we go back and we think about those early season games. They did not click in the passing game. It was so frustrating if you're a Miami fan to watch, and that's because King's terrible. And what you have instead now is a legitimate passer, a legitimate quarterback, and it's opened up these receivers, and it's especially opened up Rambo. Well, I'm sure it's taken the pressure and the, the awkwardness in that locker room completely out of the equation. I mean, you could see the belief building on, in both phases of the game because a quarterback can do that. 
for a program. But obviously Rambo is going to make plays today because our secondary is suspect. I don't know that it's anything to do with him being potentially special. No, but I think he's, he's a good player. But I think he's talked about like he's you know a burgeoning first round pick and going to be a, you know a week in week out NFL performer at 100 yards a clip or something like that. I, no, I don't know. I don't think he's that. But I think he's a good receiver. He's a, he's a good player. Restrepo is the guy they go to in key situations. That guy makes a lot of tough catches. Um, and then Knighton is the one that man, if you make a mistake, he he's he's, fast. he changes he's, the score. Luckily, he puts the ball on the ground, too. But the overriding point here when you're talking about predictions, that offense throws haymakers. That's all it does. Haymakers left and right. They go for, He throws for the downs every play. Jalen Knighton tries to score every play. They're going to do so. It's just a matter of how much. If you can hold them to a couple of explosives where they actually score a touchdown on the play and you play good red zone defense, this is a classic case today for both defenses of 3 not 7 when you get into the red zone, can you shut it down and force a 37-yard field goal, a 24-yard field goal, whatever it is, can you shut the opposing offense down in situations? Because I think 20-20, to 20, both offenses can move the ball. I feel better about Miami moving the ball than Florida State, but we'll see how healthy we are and who's out there on the pregame. Warm-ups. I feel good about us moving the ball if we're able to run. I mean, if you run the ball, you'll hold the possession of the football for longer and keep him off the field, control time of possession, and uh, if you amass 200 yards rushing, Florida State has a really good chance of winning. If they don't, they lose, period. I mean, it's a pretty simple, straightforward assessment of a game. That's true of Florida State every week, by the way. It's not unique to Miami. We know this. Bottom line is, whether you're facing an explosive offense or not, if Florida State can't run the football, they're going to lose the game because they sure as hell aren't going to throw it. So that's where we're at. So let me ask you this. I've made the point a couple of times today where I wouldn't be shocked if either team wins by multiple scores. Do you feel that way, or do you think that Florida State can only win if it's a close game? Is it that type of thing where they've got to do everything right in order to no, eke out a close victory? No, it's a weird game. Okay, so we had a couple of games this year where any result wouldn't surprise you. So right, they, right. That's very rare. Normally we say things like, well, Florida State can win a close game or they'll get blown out. That too often is the way we describe these games. We never say Florida State's going to blow somebody out unless it's UMass. I mean, like, we don't ever think Florida State's capable of blowing anybody out. Right. So, because they're just not skilled enough. So, one thing I would say about this game is I would actually not be surprised by any result. Florida State loses 48 to 17. Wouldn't shock me. It'd be terrible. I'd hate it. It'd make me upset. Wouldn't be shocked, though. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. Um, Florida State wins 34 to 10. Wouldn't be shocked. Well, that would be no. three, three picks from Van Dyke. Is well, that'd be, be a couple of picks, and you yeah. run the ball. And so you shorten the game. That's what that would be. You shorten the game. Right, and and right. he throws a couple of turnover, uh, interceptions. Uh, and a couple the, of six-minute drives right, or something right, like right, that. Right, shorten the game. Where it's clear the defense doesn't want to be there after a right, certain point. Right, right, yeah, They call, yeah. call it a day. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me is my point while we're going through the, the, the scenarios. Wouldn't shock me. Now, would I be pleasantly surprised if Florida State dominated this game? Yeah, sure. I'd be pleasantly surprised. Florida State's an underdog for a reason. Miami's a better football team. I've mentioned that before. I think they're actually uh, – significantly better than Florida State. I actually believe that. I I think that's player for player, primarily because they have a passing quarterback. We don't. They have real receivers. We don't. That is a very big difference in the two teams. They've got balance on offense. We don't. But their biggest weakness on defense is our biggest strength on offense. So that's where the matchup makes it interesting. They give up explosive plays, too. It's weird. Uh, You know, it's kind of funny. You never get mad about a long touchdown run. But, but but if your defense is not getting stops, you kind of go, well, 
Right. I would have liked that to have well, been a ten play drive. What's interesting is like so I look at the pit game for Miami. I've talked about that a bunch where it's an outlier, but it's enough for me to go, mm, well, they, if they choose to, they're there it is in them to stop the run. They can. They can tackle better. They they can play better than they have the rest of the season. That is in them. The thirty five to seven run against North Carolina is in us as well. So if I'm a Miami fan looking at, well, what could Florida State bring to the table? I know what they are, what their season resume says when Jordan Travis plays, but that would that would at least concern me that after ten to nothing in the first quarter, Florida State just put it on North Carolina. It's the only game this year we did that though. But it is if you're looking for health and and trends, right? The health got in the way of the trend against North Carolina. We weren't 100% against Clemson. The more you hear about that game, the more you hear that some key position, position players were not 100% Correct. playing on the road. And they had a chance to win. So the last time that you've played against a Power 5 opponent where you've been at full strength was the North Carolina game, and a lot of these similar elements are here for this one. Miami's got better receivers than North Carolina does. More of them. Josh Downs is a great player, but Miami's got more weapons, and they've got a quarterback with a better arm. But defensively and offensively, if you look at North Carolina and Miami, it, yeah, this is a similar type game against a similarly talented opponent, and we put it on North Carolina in their building. So that's in us. It's possible. Yeah, uh, well, against the defense that doesn't like to tackle and it, at times is optional, sure, it's it's in us. Yeah, yeah I, I won't disagree with that. I don't think it's likely, though, as, as far as scenarios go. But uh, at the end of the day, have you come around? Have you come around, buddy? I know you had... Miami relatively big earlier in the week. Uh, you think it's a close game now? Well, it was based on health, you know. And then yeah. Jordan missed Sunday and Monday, and then he came back. So somebody's asking earlier: Is Jordan Travis healthy? Yeah, they put him before the media on Wednesday. They feel yeah, good about healthy. him. Yeah, yeah. If Florida State's healthy, that's a big if. If the offensive line, the five that we need, and you know the five, yeah. If they're healthy and Jordan Travis feels good, he's full strength. Florida State has a chance to win today. You hope the home field. You hope the, the you know the, the the emotion of the day. Something big happens that carries us over. I took Florida State earlier in the week. Uh, maybe I'm hoping against hope. I took us thirty-one thirty. Your prediction, sir? Uh, I'll stick with the prediction because it's a coin flip. And I said earlier in the week, thirty-one twenty Miami. Hope I'm dead wrong. And if I am, I will eat yeah, that crow on the, the post game show, show, which you can tune into on War Chant TV later today. That sounds good. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Be well, go Knowles, and we'll talk to you later.